So one more time, good to see you this morning. We'll go ahead and get started in the service this morning. Or say one more time, happy Father's Day to all the fathers that's here today. We're blessed by a lot of great fathers in here in this church, I think. So much for them. Let's remember all the prayer requests have been made. Satan is alive. He's still uh, doing a lot of crazy stuff, so we've got to remember that. So, But we have a Savior that's victorious over him. Amen. I'm thankful for that today. Turn with me, if you will, to Proverbs, the 11th 10th chapter, no, sorry, 11th chapter, to Proverbs, if you will, for just a moment. I preached on this. I mean, I don't know the first time I did it that was out here and we was having service outside out here or whenever that was, a couple years ago or a year ago or whatever. Uh, we today face a lot of crazy stuff, and I believe most of you agree with that. I'm trying, trying to make it just harder this morning. But we have, as we see, all these children going back here, you know, as time goes on and everything, and I've said this quite often, can you imagine what they're going to face 20 years from now, if, you know, you change what we face, you know, it's a lot different than it was 20 years ago. But we still have a God that's able, Amen. a God that cares about us, and he hasn't forgot about us. Amen. Very much so, I believe that. Very much, very much so. But we've got to realize before we can fix anything, we've got to realize we've got a problem. Amen. You know, I think everybody's trying to sweep everything under the rug and try to justify what the Bible says and trying to turn it around to what the way we want to live, but we've got to fix our life to what the Bible says, Amen. The, way, the way the Bible says we need to live. And from the beginning, you know, if you read Genesis to Revelations, you know, read all, you read everything from one book to another, and through some of that you find stuff that God has never failed on his part. Amen. And his word does not change, you know, according to what the scripture says, it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It does not change. If it was wrong then, it's wrong now. Very much so, I believe that. But we have cut this thing kind of turned just a little bit. I'm going to read a scripture to you. That's Proverbs 11th chapter. And we think the thing sometimes, you know, and some of this uh, uh, stuff that's going on today, it, it makes the Lord, I'll just put my own terms, makes him sick. That's my opinion. Is, you know, Proverbs 11th chapter in the first verse is a false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. And let's just think in for just a moment. A false balance is abomination to the Lord, and a just weight is his delight. Turn with me a couple more chapters over there, so in 16th chapter of Proverbs. And I'm going to read one verse of scripture there. We'll kind of be going back and forth to them just a little bit. Proverbs, the 16th chapter. In the 11th verse, it says, A just weight and the balance are the Lord's, and all the weights of the bag are, are His works. Think of that for just a moment. Mm -hmm. A just weight and the balance <clears throat> are the Lord's, and all the weights of the bags are His works. Let's go to the Lord and word of prayer for just a moment. 
Father, today we just thank you again for this time you've given us to be here. We just pray now, as Father, we open up the word today, Father, that you let the Spirit guide us today, Father. We pray our hearts will be opened up to your word today. We ask you to pray, Father, that you will move in this service today, touch each and every heart. We just pray and lift every prayer request that's been made today, Father. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This is... As we try to start on this in just a moment, it's just common sense, you know, is anything that's out of balance, if you don't put it back in balance, before long, it causes other problems. And one of the illustrations I can use is a tar, you know, a, a wheel on your car, you know, if it finally gets out of balance, you know, to a certain point, it don't drive good. And for long, it'll shake something else up, and you got other problems with other things. You know, the men knows that, I think. You know, you got to take care of the problem. If you don't take care of it, it just causes more stuff later on in that. And that's a balance to keep everything balanced up. I think when God created everything, it was imbalanced. But, you know, sin kind of messed things up, and we all know that. And it kind of got stuff out of balance. And the only way you know that we can keep things in balance today in our life today is do what the Word of God tells us to do. Amen. And it's all the way from Genesis to Revelations. It's, you know, and, and I said just a moment ago, I think we have changed a lot of stuff in the Word of God, my opinion. And we kind of build our lives around, put the Bible around maybe the way that we want to live or try to change it. And I think some of you agree with that. Some of the stuff has been changed and, you know, it doesn't, we don't really live what the Bible tells us to do, but we try to justify it, you know, some way or another. But the Bible says a false ballot is abomination to the Lord. Amen. I was talking, I was at the day and I was sitting, I went to up there and uh, prim and work a day with a, uh, some work with my cousin up there. My son was up. He works for him. And some of you don't know is Daryl Knapp, you know. Well, he works up there. And I, I love being around him. He's, uh, we're sitting there on the buckets waiting, waiting on the other guys to get back so we work the cattle again. And we're sitting there got to talking about it. Me and him goes back to he turned 70 the other day. And I'll be just 66 next month and we kind of raised up in the same time you know and he said we sit down there and we sitting there talking about the 60s and the 70s and you know me don't seem like they've been a long long ago but to young people it seemed like it's been an eternity I guess but you know he said we was raised up in the best of times he said you know our parents never worried about us I meant that we just went off, you know, got up in the morning, we had all the work done, we just took off, went, walked down the road, went somewhere, went to creeks, whatever. Anybody, some of you older guys know what I'm talking about. We just done that. It wasn't apparent, you know, you didn't have to worry about somebody, mess, you know, bothering you. You just done that. And didn't have to worry about it. You know, we got to think about it, and we got to know all the stuff, you know, we talked about, you know, the stuff that goes on now, you know, how crazy it is, you know. You can't even let your child go down the road anymore because we live in that time without being scared. You can't even, you know, go, go to, a, you know, maybe to a store, a big mall and something without being just a nervous wreck, you know. And it's all out of balance because over time, this is some of my personal opinion, we have taken away the word of God. And when you start taking things off and start taking the balance, what keeps everything in balance, it gets unbalanced. And it keeps on going and before long, you got other things happening. 
it keeps on happening and happening. And you know, and I, I'm just going to I'm saying this, some of this is my personal opinion, you know, back, you know, my, my dad, my, my, my grandfather, you know, remember them, you know, and my grandfather on my dad's side, you know, and he was a man that, you know, he couldn't hardly read very much, but he could read the Bible. And you, 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 you think now, and they worked so hard, you know, but they knew what the most important thing was, and that was the Word of God and raising their children, you know. Back then, families raised big, big, had big families, you know, but they raised them around the Word of God. You know, and they raised a generation of people that, you know, they went, you know, years ago, you know, my grandfather, they raised people, a generation of children that, you know, they went off and fought for our freedom. Amen. You know, and they done all this stuff. And over time, you know, and we look at, look at it now, you know, and you take some of them people that was grandfather and them, they had seemed like, you know, and, uh, you know, they didn't have a much of a, they didn't have a degree, you know, and a bunch of education, but they had, you know, to me, they had more wisdom and more integrity. You know, and I heard somebody use this illustration, maybe in their thumbnail than what we have today. Amen. They knew what kept things in balance. If you don't keep things in balance before long, it goes crazy. It goes crazy. And the Bible says a false balance is a what? It's abomination to the Lord. I never did, you know, and you, you, years ago, and we've seen all these things start happening, you know, we got so busy, you know, and I, I'm, I'm old school, you know, and, and I was raised up in a, in a generation, you know, our parents, my parents and our grandparents, you know, we didn't raise up a generation of drive-by shooters and people in gangs and stuff like that, you know. They raised up a generation of, you know, maybe throwing a spit wad at somebody or stuff like that. Throwing little BBs over in this, over the classrooms, you know, JD, to go one side to another, you know. I see them do that. I never did do it, but hey, you know what I'm talking about. That's a generation our parents raised, just a little bit of honoriness. But now we've raised up a generation that never had a father. Stay with me. Now the kids now that's 20, 30 year old never knew what a dad was. He got out balanced. Amen. We got so busy trying to make a better life for herself, we forgot about the most important thing, and that was God. Amen. That's all I'm talking about. I heard somebody tell me the other day, this was a father, not mentioning no names. You know, and he said he, he needed a day a week off just so he could have in his room to play video games. And I guess, you know, maybe in one sense that may be all right. But I just don't see that to me. Now I'm old school. There's more important things than that. But, you know, we got to have a time off to ourselves and this and that, you know. And, and, and when we get, everything's got out of balance. You see the things that's happening, not even in big cities today, but it's happening in our own neighborhoods. It blows your mind today. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? It's all about balance. And we're trying to weigh this thing back out with some balances that it's not God's. And the only way I think today, Brother Hans, we can weigh it back out is put God balance 
on it because the God that says here, we just read to you, the balance are in his bag. All the weights are the bags of his works. And then we get to try to look at it and say, you know, if we want to fix this thing, we got to realize what it got to be fixed with. And that's this word of God right here. I know what I'm talking about. We want to raise a generation back up where they can go down the street, you know, not have to be worried about, you know. I had a couple of guys, you know, yesterday they worked at the house and they were, they're from Memphis. And they, working on my, they worked on my deck yesterday, stained my deck, and they started about 10 o'clock. They still working. They left the house about 9.30 last night. And they was working after dark on the deck there. And both of them lives in Memphis. And one of them said, you know, we couldn't be working outside, or we couldn't be working like this when we was back home. So we'd be dodging bullets probably. Because the big cities has turned into a crazy place. Somebody don't, somebody, I just talk about it's got out of balance. It's got way out of balance because we had taken over the years and it didn't happen overnight. It took us just a little at a time. See, Satan is a person that just don't do something, you know, overnight. He just gradually take things away. Gradually, you know, get our minds uh, focused up off the word of God. Gradually take things away. Gradually we took prayer, you know, and this and that. We don't need to pray like we used to. We don't need to read God's word like we used to. We don't need to do all these things. We, we're so busy, you know, doing this and doing that. We forgot. We're raising up a generation. Then look at our generation now. And we're blaming them. When probably they're not to blame. They're probably not to blame. Because we got so busy. We had to put a TV in every room of the house. Amen. Don't talk about. It. We got so busy. We went parents went so far in debt. Get the children everything they want, and now the children don't appreciate. It. Am I am I telling anything at all? Now the children don't even know what, how, they, how they get that. And moms and dads are stressed out to a point now, you know, they're not even together anymore. Don't shout me. I know this is old time preaching, but I'm old school. Amen. We got so busy, we didn't even know that the front tower was shaking. We didn't even see the hood popping. We didn't even see you over there, you know, we couldn't even ride comfortably anymore. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Amen. You used to go to your parents' house, your grandparents' house, you know. You never didn't know anything about family trouble. Amen. But now you can't even gather because nobody can get along with one another. I'm just shooting from the hip this morning. But the balance just got all out of whack. God never intended for us to live the way we live in fear. Amen. My opinion. We fear a lot of stuff. And some people want to agree with me when I say this, but I'm going to read scripture after I say it. We quit fearing the Lord. Proverbs 9 and 10 says, The fear of the Lord 
is the what is the what the beginning of wisdom. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom Amen. and the knowledge of the holy understanding. I knew back when I was raised, Brother Clarendon, if I didn't do what I was supposed to do at the house, I feared what was coming. Not because he didn't like me, but it's because he was raising me Amen. the way I should be raised. You know what I'm talking about, Flat. I used to come home, you know, from school. I wasn't much bigger than some of them probably Flans kids, you know, and I had to feed chickens every day. And I got home with those, that pull a cart, you know, and other kids, you know, that didn't have to do nothing when they got home. But I knew if I didn't do it, there was consequences to pay. Because it wasn't that I was scared of dad. I, I feared what it, I knew what the rules was. Amen. I knew what the rules was. We forgot the rules and the punishment of being disobedient to God. Amen. Oh, God's a loving God. Yes, he's a loving God. But oh, let me tell you, he's got rules and regulations. Amen. Do you know what I'm talking about? He's got rules and regulations. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying some of this stuff here because I care about this generation coming up. Amen. I care about them. I care about these young teenagers and seeing this and that. They know they say about today, and I see, you know, they're going doing this and that. And that's why we got to try to tell them what's right and tell them what's wrong. It doesn't mean they're going to listen to us. But a few years from now, you begin to wonder, you they would think, you know, I remember this. Amen. I remember this. I remember one time, you know, and Dad was wrong on this. <laughs> But I remember one time, you know, I got, I didn't start playing basketball in the 10th grade, and I loved it. I mean, I spent every moment that I could. And I was getting to a point, you know, I was, you know, Dad, he could tell that I liked that, but Dad liked work better than he liked ball. <laughs> a lot better. And I, my Dad, never, they didn't ever come and see me play a basketball game one, and that's, that's fine, that's, that's all right. But I was all into it. He's all into work, and I was trying to probably trying to, to maybe talk to him a little bit. He said, "I've never seen nobody make a living playing ball." <laughs> Is what he said. So he wasn't too much on the technology of ball player. I remember my granddad. This is a true story. He he went to his, his daughter's house. There was some TVs. This been years. This probably 1960s. And he had a football game playing. He got back home and told Grandma. He just, he just glanced at it. He didn't watch TV. He, just, he didn't believe it, I'm sorry with. He'd seen, a, he'd seen the football game going on. You know, he'd seen a foot guy seen that. He went back and told Grandma. He said, he told Grandma, he said, I've seen the biggest fight i ever seen in my life. <laughs> so he didn't have a clue what they was doing. He just seen them piled up on one another. <laughs> but Dad said, I've never seen nobody make a living playing ball. Austin Reed over here, he's fixing to sign about a $100 million contract. He made it. But I'm getting back, I'm getting away from this a little bit. But Dad's eyes, this was the most important thing. A balance was the most important thing. So I'm here to challenge you today. I can't balance maybe what the world's going on, but I can balance 
my here with the Word of God. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. The only way to balance is to be what you say you are. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about be what the Word says. He says, you know, a just weight and a balance are the Lord's, and the weights are the bags of it. Really quickly as we close this out, I challenge the fathers today. We need fathers today in the world. Amen. Very much so. But he said here, the bag, the just weight and the balance are the Lord's. How many believes that? They're the Lord's. And over the time, and this is, I'm going I'm to, you know, you see a balance scale here. You're used to the old scales. You know, they had a thing here, then hang down here, and they put a weight over here and put something over here, and they could tell how much it weighed because the balance was over here. But over the time, some of the weights that used to be on there, we chipped away from them, and we're trying to balance out with some weights that's not the Lord's. Yeah. We chipped away, you know, God's holy, and you know, be ye holy, for I am holy. We don't have to live that way, you know, anymore. You can't do that, that's what they say. You know, and it talks about the husband being the head of the house, and that's, that's biblical. Amen. And sometimes, you know, women have to take over because men don't do it. You know, that's just the way it is. But we chip the balance. Some of the balance, the weights are chipped off. But we need to check out, see how much of balance we're trying to balance this out with and make sure there's nothing chipped off of it. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? <coughs> Talk about something about the word, of every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I'm here today to challenge you that you get to realize that a false balance is abomination to the Lord. So really what I'm trying to think of that, you know, Play something, a guitar or something, or a piano or whatever. A balance is something that we got to realize. When I do something, i got to put this Word of God on a balance and make sure it balances out. Because I want my life to run. I'm not perfect, and I've messed up many times. Many times. We was talking, and I... Here, yesterday a little bit, me and my wife was a little bit, and we talked. I was thinking back old times, you know, some Father's Day, I think back old stuff that I went through and done this and that. And I remember Kenny told me one time we was talking about Kenny Cornett talking about Lester, and he said one thing really bothers Lester. He said when the kids, he said he'd drive the kids to school, maybe an old wood truck or something. And you know, and he said one thing that Dad didn't lie for is like to be ashamed to be driving to school in a wood truck. Hey man, I'm talking about, you know, at least to be walking. Amen. But you know, kids now, you know, they hear him say, "Well, I ain't driving that thing to school." You know what I'm talking about? Amen. You know, I told my wife yesterday. You know, I said, "You know, me and her, I said we 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 raised a couple of boys. We drove them around in a in a Pinto." <laughs> Ford Pinto, blue Ford Pinto, two it had two doors on it. I drove a white truck one time. I mean, it was it was pitiful, but it's all like a Ford then. But it beat walking. Amen. Amen. So what I'm trying to say is, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Amen. You know, and I'm ashamed of the gospel because it's going to get me someplace. It's going to get me someplace. And I hope you're not ashamed of the gospel. 
I'm going to ask this morning, we close out. I love every father here this morning. I want every father just to stand. You don't have to come up here, just stand right where you're at, if you will. Where you're at. Just, just every father, just stand up right where you're at, if you will, for just a moment. Hey, man, what did it look like? The great father we got. Amen. If we can balance, if fathers can balance ourselves, there's, a much, there's so much we can do with the Lord. I'm not going to ask you to come forward nothing, but I'm going to pray for you. I want you all sitting there in the pews. I want you to just maybe look at one of them or just put your hand towards one of them. I want to pray for them that God would just give them what they need. As we pray for them right now, Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you for the, all these fathers that's here. We thank you for this word that is here that you give us today, Father. I pray today, Father, that you will just let wisdom today creep into them today more than ever has, Father. Let the word of the Lord, Father, just be stirred in each and every their soul today, Father. We thank you so much for them today, Father. We ask you to, for them to be, Father, what the, what the Word of God tells us to be, Father, that they can be a light to this community, this church today, Father. We ask you to bless each and every one of them here today, Father. We thank you so much for them. We thank you for each and every one that's here this morning, Father. We thank you so much for what you've done today. And Father, we just ask you to forgive us for we failed you today. We thank you so much for each and every one of them today, Father. Give them a special, special day. And Father, we just ask you to continue, Father, leading this church by your Holy Spirit today, Father, by your word today. And we love you so much. For in Jesus, let me pray. And God's people said, amen. Happy Father's Day again to y'all. God bless you and you can be dismissed. Thank y'all.